Welcome to the Multi-Orgasmic Mama podcast, where sexual taboos are broken. I'm Tilly Storm, holistic sex coach and jade egg and tantric sex teacher. I work with luxury lovers, teaching them the art of better sacred sex by helping them remove all their blocks to pleasure, turn on confidence and connection so they can step into their fullest potential and power as humans and alchemists in the 3D. If you'd like to learn how to release shame and guilt destroying your sex life so you can feel fully sexually liberated and free, you can access my How to Release Shame and Guilt training at www.tillystorm.com forward slash shame. This episode is brought to you by the Essentially Embodied Woman Collective. If you're ready to remove all your blocks to pleasure, turn on and feeling confident and sexy in your body through my paid programs and offerings, then head to www.tillystorm.com today. Welcome back, my luxury lovers. It's Tilly Storm here. And today I'm going to be talking to you all about the five ways that women actually don't embody their sexuality or their sensuality at all. (laughs) It's interesting because we live in a time where we think that we are sexually liberated and free. And inwardly, you know, after doing all the sexuality work that I've done, I laugh at that. I laugh at that statement because it is a fucking joke. It is such a joke. We live in such a sex-obsessed culture (laughs) that has so much shadow around our sexuality that it creates total issues like tons of sexual trauma still happening in the world, Uh, sexual power dynamics and plays that women in particular struggle with quite often. And these shadow aspects, until they're actually integrated, you aren't fully embodying the wholeness of your sexuality. You aren't experiencing your sexuality as a a feeling, something that feels good and whole and sacred to you. So, you know, when we think, oh, we have vibrators, we're sexually liberated, we can go to the, you know, sex toy store and not have any shame. Well, that's great, but that doesn't mean you're sexually liberated or embodied. So what does embodied mean? Embodied is about an inner feeling, an actual sensation you feel in your body around your sexuality or your sensuality. So how do you feel about either of these things in your body? Does it feel expansive? Does it feel ecstatic? Does it feel blissful to you when you think of your sexuality? Can you feel that in your body as something that bubbles up from inside as like a source of good feelings and joy and pleasure? Or does it make you want to cry? Does it make you feel sad? Does it make you you know, does it connect you to shame? Do you feel guilt? Do you feel fear? This is what it feels like in your body to experience your sexuality. It's either one or the other. And for most people, then unless they've done tons of sexuality work in the past, there's going to be an ounce of shame, fear, disgust, guilt, all of these more negative emotions, right? But to embody your sexuality in a way that feels good, it means that you are, when you think of your sexuality and when you tap into it, it feels amazing. It feels whole because you are connected to the sense that your sexuality is a key and a part of your wholeness. And the five ways today that I want to talk about 
how women in particular aren't connected and embodied in their sexuality is number one, pleasure. If you have a hard time making your pleasure a priority, if you're someone who has flimsy boundaries that will put everyone's needs above their own and sacrifice until there's nothing left at the end of the day, you're not embodied in your pleasure and you're not embodied in your sexuality. If you are someone who doesn't know how to speak what you want or desire, because you've never really taken the time to discover intentional self-pleasure, maybe you've been with your partner for decades and, you know, basically you learned about sexuality through your partner and you never, you know, really thought about or even discovered, well, what actually does feel good to me? And then, you know, much less being able to speak it in a way that gets across to your partner. And then they actually implement and act on what you asked of them. If you're not able to speak what you want and desire, you aren't embodied in your sexuality. If you aren't familiar with your own anatomy, (laughs) you don't even know the different types of orgasms available to you. Oh my God. It's so interesting. Every time I talk about the eight different types of orgasms and, you know, I used to have a Facebook group. I did a whole thing on it last year in 2020 on the eight types of orgasm. I did a podcast episode here. That's one of the most popular episodes on, I think I called it seven different types of orgasm. Then women are so in disbelief about what's even capable for their bodies. It shocks me every time, you know, I get comments all the time like, Oh, that's not possible. People can't have anal orgasms or people can't have cervical orgasms or women can't squirt. You know, it's like, it's, it's kind of silly how many people just don't even understand the beauty and the power and the pleasure available to them that they just have to make, you know, these blunt, uh, statements about how, oh no, that's just not possible for anyone because deep down they're afraid that it's really just not possible for them. So if you're one of those people that you're like, oh no, I'm totally good in my sexuality, but I'm never going to be able to have a cervical orgasm or, you know, it's impossible for me to squirt. I promise you that's because you're not embodied in your sexuality. There's a part of you that doesn't feel good in it. Now, the second way that women aren't embodied in their sexuality is when it comes to healing. If you've never done deep de-armoring and healing work, if you're not having cervical orgasms, if you're not experiencing G-spot orgasms, if you have stuckness or pain in your pelvis when you have sex, if you have pain down there, if you've had vulvodynia, all of these things, this keeps you out of your body because there's pain. And because no one wants to experience pain, they tend to leave their body and how can you have an embodied sense of sexuality if all you're experiencing is pain? If you have experienced sexual trauma or negative religious conditioning, then you are someone who needs to go through sexual healing on a somatic body-based and nervous system level. You can go to therapy, you can go to counseling, but until you actually get in your body and do body-based practices, Your body holds on to these beliefs that you have created about yourself in order to keep you safe. Embodying your sexuality in terms of healing looks like doing different 
trauma self-release techniques. It looks like doing de-armoring. It looks like learning how to regulate and soothe your nervous system. It looks like learning how to resource and pleasure when things get really intense. It looks like clearing up your female health issues. If you're someone who's experienced lots of reoccurring female health issues, endometriosis, polycystic ovaries, yeast infections, UTIs, I promise you, that's for a reason. That's your body telling you something ain't right and we need to fix it. Okay. This isn't normal to have these sorts of occurrences on a regular basis. Sure. Everyone gets a yeast infection every now and then people get UTIs every now and then, but to have serious female health issues like that, it's not normal, nor should it be. So why would we normalize something that's not normal? We don't need to do that because this is your body's way of saying something isn't right. And according to traditional Chinese medicine and the Taoist practices that I teach through the Jade Egg practice, this is because there is stuck and stagnant energy lying in your pelvis and these organs in particular. You don't have to believe it. You don't have to believe in acupressure or um, acupuncture for any of this to work. It actually just does because when you do the guided dearmoring techniques that I teach and the trauma self release techniques, it doesn't require you to believe in the energy behind it because what you're doing is making physical contact with your body. And we know from trauma resolution science that your body does hold on to trauma and negative conditioning, and it shows up in a lot of female health issues or inability to orgasm or only being able to orgasm in one way. Okay. The third way that women are disembodied from their sexuality, even though they think that they aren't, and they're totally liberated and free and fine, is that they are not connected to their sexual power. They left their sexual power out the door when they felt that they had to compromise in order to either get or keep a job or to keep a certain person around a certain partner around. Maybe they felt that their partner couldn't handle their sexuality or their sexual power. So they hit it. They put it under lock and key. So women aren't embodied in their sexuality because they're disconnected from their sexual power, the power of their bodies, the power of their truth, the power of their pleasure, the power of their boundaries. Oh my goodness. Women are so disconnected from their sexual power. It just pains me to see how disconnected we are. But when you integrate shadow pieces of your sexuality, because these shadow pieces are what keep us from embodying our true power, usually most of the time, because we're scared of misusing our power. We're scared of power. Admit it. You're scared to death of power. <laughs> most of us are scared to death of our sexual power. And that's because we don't want to misuse it. Men are as well. We all are. But coming back into a sense of, wow, what is it like to fully embody my sexual power, to accept the power of my sexuality and to feel myself as a sovereign sexual being. There's a way to tap into that. And that's through the JDEG practices and different self-pleasure and guided self-pleasure practices that I give my clients. And awakening that fire and that passion, that burning passion in your belly. It's literally at your solar plexus. It's working with the element of fire to burn through blocks, keeping you from 
knowing what you want, keeping you from stepping into your sexual power. All right. The fourth way that women are disembodied from their sexuality is that they are not able to tap into their wild, primal, sexual selves. Society has shunned wildness and women to be connected to your wild side, your witchy side, the part of you that that can come out and just make magic happen. The part of you that knows how to use your sexual power to manifest and to create that has been so feared in society. I mean, it was only a couple hundred years ago, women were burned for that shit. Okay. So it's not much out of our ancestral DNA yet. It's still there. So tapping into your wildness, what does that even look like? It means playing with sexual archetypes that get you out of your day-to-day sexual experiences, that get you out of a goal around your sexual experiences. If you're someone who's gotten stuck and doing things the same way for several months or years or decades, tapping into different sexual archetypes is such a powerful way to expand your sexuality, to get you out of a sexual rut. But you've got to go there and you've got to discover and play and get back into this element of fun around your sexuality again. You got to get out of that rut and just be like, okay, drop the goal. We're not trying to do anything here. We're just here to have fun. And then exploring and playing with what it's like to step into a different aspect of sexuality that feels uncomfortable for you because it's not your natural way of being. Women are disconnected from and disembodied from their sexuality because they don't experience their sexuality as a source of wholeness. Their sexuality feels fragmented from the rest of who they are. It feels compartmentalized, that it's something that they have to hide and that they can only bring that out in a very specific circumstance with only a specific person every now and then. But if you're leaving your sexuality out the door and you're not bringing it into your everyday experiences in a really powerful magnetic way, then you're dimming your light. You're not showing up in all of who you are. Also, wildness, being in touch with your wild side, this primal part of your sexuality. If you are someone who doesn't know how to surrender in sex, or you're always having to be the one in control of your orgasm. If you're someone who can't receive an orgasm from another person, uh, you can only do it yourself. This is because you don't know how to surrender. You don't know how to receive. And you know what the key to surrender and receiving is? Tapping into your wild side, learning how to not give a fuck, getting out of your goal-oriented achievement to-do list brain, your cortical thinking brain and tapping into the part of your brain that you've been conditioned as women to, to not be in, which is your unconscious primal brain. Okay. How many times has society praised you for being in touch with your body and your intuition? Probably never. And so it makes it necessary then if you want to have great sex, if you want to learn how to surrender and receive sexually, that you have to learn how to tap back into that part of your brain again, to turn off that cortical thinking mind, to turn off the thoughts so you can get out of your head and into your body. So you're not really embodied in your sexuality if you don't have access to your wild side. There's no amount of thinking that is going to give you access to that wild side. 
There's no amount of thinking about it that's going to reverse years and decades of conditioning to not have access to that. It doesn't happen by thought. It doesn't happen by going sit in a therapist's office. It doesn't happen by going to couples counseling. It happens by doing self-pleasure practices and connecting with your body and getting in there and doing the actual work. The fifth way that women aren't embodied in their sexuality is that they don't feel safe to be their sexual selves and they don't understand their erotic sexual language and blueprint. This means that if you don't feel 110% safe to be the fullest, most sexual version of yourself, you're not going to be. And then you're missing out on magnetism and radiance and being able to draw things into your sphere to create and do as you please because you have cut off a part of your sexuality and compartmentalized it. So learning, giving yourself permission to explore who you are as a sexual person, to take on a new identity as a sexual person, to become a sex goddess or the queen of sex, to step into that identity and to really understand your path to pleasure. It's not going to be like everyone else's. And the way that you express yourself sexually is a particular flavor of sexy that doesn't look like what society deems sexuality should look like. Society has an extremely small view of what sexiness means. Some of you are never going to fit into that mold. You're not going to be the five foot eight, 120 pound mini skirt wearing, high heel wearing person that is, you know, with a big boobs and all of this, you know, Some of you, I'm never going to fit that mold. That's not my version of sexy looking and looking perfect. And like a freaking model is not my version of sexy. You know what mine is? It's this flavor of glee, of joy, of ecstasy, and a little bit of awkwardness mixed in with it. Okay. Laughter and fun and play. Uh, My inner child parts tend to come out a lot in sexual experiences because this is an empowering part of my sexuality. There's definitely a disempowering parts of my sexuality that my inner child picked up. But after all the work I've done on it, I've healed and integrated that part. And now it gets to be more fun and playful and a little awkward too. Okay. So not everyone's flavor of sexy is going to look the same. So the problem is though, that you judge yours as not good enough because it doesn't look what society says sexy should look like. Well, screw that crap. You don't need that. You don't need to put yourself into that box. You just need to give yourself permission to express your authentic version and expression of your sexuality. And when you do that, oh my goodness, you become so magnetic to people uh, that you want to attract into your life. And understanding your own path to pleasure through how you're erotically wired. Oh my gosh, learning your own accelerators and brakes. If you don't know what turns you on, honey, you got a lot of work to do, okay? <laughs> so many of the women I talk to, they don't even know. They don't, they can't even think or conjure up while yeah, like what actually does turn me on, you know? So this is something that we explore. 
when you work with me. So if these ways of being disembodied resonate with you, whether it's, you know, your inability to experience pleasure in your body, or even just in your life, to prioritize it, to make time for it. A lot of people that join my programs, they're like, oh, I don't have time for this. I don't have time for this. Well, what I tell them is like, well, (laughs) that's why you're here because you don't know how to make time for pleasure in your life. That is exactly why you're here, right? The second way, you know, not having healed your sexuality, uh, it's going to keep you disembodied. Uh, not having claimed your sexual power, not being connected to your wild side and not feeling fully safe being your fullest sexual self. All of these ways, if this is you, then this is exactly what the Essentially Embodied Woman program is for, to help you to reverse all of this so that you not just think with your head, oh yeah, I'm totally fine in my sexuality. I'm all good. Uh, my sexuality, I'm totally liberated. I'm free. I can do whatever I want sexually. Well, sure you can, but do you feel that way in your body? 99% of you listening probably don't. Okay. So until you do have that embodied sense of being able to inhabit your sexuality, you have work to do. That's exactly what Essentially Embodied Woman helps you to do. It helps you to integrate the parts and pieces not in alignment with your body feeling really good and whole in your sexuality. So my 13-week program is all about helping you to break through all of your blocks to pleasure, turn on and feeling confident and sexy in your body. So it's no longer about this. Oh yeah, I'm totally sexually liberated and free, but it's an inner conviction and knowing like, Oh my God, no, I am actually liberated and free to express myself in whatever way I see fit sexually. And it feels amazing. Oh, I love this program so much. We've had 36 women go through the program and so, so many of them have been on this podcast to share their experiences about it. We're starting a new cohort on May 26th. We would love, love, love for you to join the women who've already signed up and to start the journey afresh on the 26th of May. This journey is a deep one and it is no surface level bullshit that you can go read about on a blog or the internet. No, honey, this is so much more than that. It's so much more than therapy. It's so much more than counseling. It is embodiment practices. It is teaching. It is coaching you through the big issues like inner child issues and our mother and father things that come up for you along the way. It's really diving into your inner ecology around sexuality and relationship. What got imprinted there and what do we need a blueprint instead to make it feel amazing? This is nervous system work. This is releasing all of the stress cycles that you've got built up in you that keep you from pleasure. You don't need another thing. You just need to release all the crap in the way. This is such a big realization for women that do the morning pleasure ritual that I hold them accountable for on our daily accountability challenge is when they start doing it every day, they're like, oh my gosh, like I can't believe how much I was holding on to that I didn't need to be holding on to because what you really need to be doing is letting go, letting go of things that are in the way of pleasure felt sense, like in body-based sensations of what's keeping you from pleasure. 
this goes so deep. It's such deep work. And if you're ready for it, I would love for you to apply and see if it's a good fit for you. All you need to do is head to www.tillystorm.com forward slash sensually dash embodied dash woman and read through the content. If you are a heck yeah, I am so down for this. Click that apply button, fill out the quiz and book a call and let's see if it's right for you. The journey begins May 26th. So book your call before then, please, or you will be late to this new round. Love you all so much. And I'll be back next week with more amazing content for you. Bye.